A speck of red hovered high in the sky, pulled across the blue by an unseen hand. Below the balloon, a sea of sand cast a lunar landscape stretching to the horizon in every direction. Swells the size of houses rolled effortlessly on, a gust of wind casting sand into the air as it does spray on the ocean. As the wind pulled the red speck closer, its details became slowly revealed. A large orb in crimson red, with four ropes suspending a wicker basket below. In the basket, reclining against a pile of luggage, lay two small animals, who nobody would expect to see flying above a vast desert. The hedgehog and mole were sleeping. They had shared a bottle of fine wine while flying over Italy and Greece, and had then collapsed in a state of fuzzy exhaustion. A speck of sand, almost too minuscule to see with the naked eye, had been whipped from the desert floor into the air. Carried by the wings of destiny, it rose and soared until it settled at the tip of the mole's long nose. Achoo! The mole sneezed, waking the hedgehog dramatically from her slumber. Woken from their peaceful dreams, the two small animals scrambled to their feet to take in the new landscape. It really couldn't have been any more different to anything they had seen before. They had flown over the white cliffs of Dover, across the channel to Normandy's beaches, down through France, skimming over the Eiffel Tower and toward the Alps. They had seen snowy peaks beyond comprehension in their size, passed through four countries in a matter of moments, Luxembourg, Germany, Switzerland and Italy passed beneath them as they coasted toward the warmer climes of the Mediterranean. They passed over Venice and over the indescribable beauty of the islands of Greece at sunset. It was then that the two woodland creatures fell asleep. Beneath them now was an open expanse of nothingness except for a range of rocky hills dead ahead. Mole, who was curious, decided to let a little air from the balloon to descend and to take a look around. Slowly the balloon sunk lower in the sky, slowly it moved steadily toward the hills ahead. Eventually, and with a soft bump, the basket touched the sand and slid across its surface with the sound of a hundred shushing termites. Shhh! And the basket came to rest its buoyant balloon still strung above it like a flag. They were in the meeting of two large hills. Ahead of them, a valley of enormous scale, the two animals, collecting bottles of water from their bags, clambered out of the basket and onto the white-hot sands. The valley ahead beckoned them in, enticing them with shadow and respite from the searing heat of the sun. These were two animals not cut out for heat like this, and within minutes of walking up the valley path, they were already overheating. I'm too hot, said the hedgehog. I've never known anything like this. I agree, the mole replied. Look, look, there's some shade up there. Let's head up and take a break from this inescapable oven. The mole was right. There, a third of the way up the hill to their left, was a dark, small rectangle. The promise of shade and cool air enticed them closer. With a struggle, and not without a couple of slips and slides, both creatures reached the shade, 
which instead of just being a small pocket of escape from the sun's rays, was instead a doorway leading into the hill. How strange, the mole exclaimed. What kind of creature lives in a burrow like this? With a little trepidation, he wrapped the knuckles of his tiny paws against the edge of the doorway, though he heard nothing in response but for the echo of his knocking coming back at him from the bowels of the mountain. No one's home, the hedgehog supposed, not without reason. I'm sure the owner won't mind us popping in to cool off for a few minutes. Hand in hand, the two creatures took their first step into the tomb. The air was heavy, close and ancient. It felt like the hedgehog and mole were the first creatures to set foot in this burrow for thousands of years. The stone walls were of cold alabaster and covered in drawings of animals, some not dissimilar from themselves, some so wildly different. There were creatures with bodies of bears and the heads of eagles, some standing on their hind legs, some sat on elegant thrones. There was a spiritual quality to this place. The history filled every gasp of air the small creatures drew into their tiny lungs. Shards of light cut through the dust like swords. Further in, the two animals ventured, getting bolder with each step. Hello, the mole called as he moved deeper into the gloom. Suddenly, with almost no warning, the narrow walls which had been channeling them into the mountain widened into a larger space, open and with a high ceiling. The room had a grand, royal sense to it, almost like a throne room. The decorations here were more lavish, the carvings on the wall more intricate, and the ceiling adorned with stars chiselled into the rock. Beneath this celestial masterpiece, standing alone in the centre of the vault, was a large object, laying as a hibernating animal does through the winter cold. It was lying as a man would lie, inexplicably large, colourful and impressive. Gold, turquoise, greens and reds all completed a beautiful illusion on the sarcophagus, completing the picture of a sleeping king. What is this? the hedgehog asked. Or maybe, who is this? The mole, transfixed by the scene in front of him, was for once speechless. Scrawled in ancient text on the plinth the ancient coffin was sat on was a name, almost impossibly long. It read, Tutankhamun, the boy king. A wave of sadness flowed over both of the creatures. For they knew before them lay an exhibit of life cut short, a tragedy of unknown specifics, but a tragedy nonetheless. In a strange way it reminded both creatures of their mortality, and they held each other close. Both thought the same thing at the same time, that all time is precious, and that you should make the most of every moment. With that realisation they turned on their heels, chilled by the tomb's cool air, and set their paws once again on the burning sand.